your fox. Give me something to make the people rise up. Let's stand up and salute. I'm ready to argue. Let's go. Fox No more United States. It's now Wild America. All right, y'all. One, two, one, two. This is the I'm Here to Argue podcast. This is the I'm Here in an Emergency podcast. I got my childhood friend, my longest known friend, Sometimes you get a friend that's born into the family before you was born, before he was born, their family was already cemented. So it's guaranteed that my son, your son, our families are going to be fun to connect. They are going to be brothers, are going to be best friends, are going to be family. This is a wild situation because you don't get a friend like this. You probably only get one friend like this your lifetime. And if you got that type of friend, uh, you already know what it means. You know, love them, hug them. Tell them everything that they're grateful for while you got them. You know, we live in Spartanburg. We're losing so many of our childhood friends to nonsense and bullshit that, you know what I'm saying, you get a friend like this guy that I have here, uh, man, I don't know what to say, okay? He's a, a, a six-foot-five, six-foot-six general giant. Uh, everybody know him as Big B. Uh, Dorman graduate, uh, just the, the video game nerd, the movie guy, the kung fu guy, the the listening to music that everybody thought was weird at that time guy. Uh, I mean, he's just that dude, man. And everybody in Sparkle City know him. My brother, who was older than us, you know, said all oh, his friends embraced the big B. Uh, I'm going to go on. Just let me just tell you. When you get a friend that even when you was a bad apple, a bad seed, and everybody tells you, leave that dude alone, don't play with him, you're going to get in trouble. But somehow this guy still hung out with me, still snuck to be my friend. <laughs> I'm going to give you guys. Uh, he no longer lives in Spartanburg, but he is a dormant graduate class of 98, 97, 97, class of 97. He now living in the A, you know what I'm saying? He left Spartanburg and never, never looked back. He just, he didn't do like me and kid. He don't look back unless he come to visit his mom. The only time he hit 85 North because you go to Atlanta, it's 85 South. So it took me two minutes and 30 seconds to introduce this man. My long time friend, adventurer, uh, partner in life. Uh, my main man, you all know him, Big B, a.k.a. Let me put the echo when I say this one. Brian Dixon! What up, what up, what up? My God, my God, dude. It's been, uh, when I started this, man, uh, you know, it took episode 10. It's already done, and I was getting ready to take a break. 
stop doing my podcast so I can get ready for art projects and different fundraisers and, and advertisement and speaking engagements and just take a break from this. But you're in town and we had to take advantage of the situation to make this thing happen. So I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go. I got you in town. Hey, let's mic up. We're not even in the lounge. Just chilling. We had to meet up, make this thing happen like right now because it may be, you know, like I said, Spartanburg, uh, Spartanburg don't get to see Brian that much. So he's here. So tell us what you up to, man. Say what, what's up, Brian. What's up, everybody? But you know this is Brian, aka B Diggs, aka John, who thinks does our own special little podcast. I post on Facebook every now and then, but just you know, I'm a, that's how a guy who um been rolling around in on the bird. But you see me around with you know me and Jeff we used to hang out everywhere, lot, just about everywhere. Old school partner in crime. His um mom used to babysit my brothers and sisters back in the day and in turn his mom babysitted for me and before i was born because he got about three years up yeah and when you move, move down to germany that's when we linked up yes jesse bobo jesse bobo latch kid <laughs> all that bro all that man uh do pretty much all of these podcasts from the omega camp to everything i mean this cat uh He's, he's, he's witnessed every every part of my life, from the good to the bad, to finally being married, to being a dad. Brian, Brian been there, man. And, uh, dude, I, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what's crazy, though. I'm starting this one on a weird track. This is where I'm starting this podcast off with, Brian, okay? Brian is, his lifestyle, his story is the opposite of mine. And it's crazy because when people saw us, we're such an odd couple because I'm short and loud and he's tall and quiet. And when I mean tall, like I remember being in in middle school, uh, everywhere, they were like, is this your bodyguard? Like mm-hmm. we just be walking somewhere, who is this? Like everywhere I'm in, cause he didn't say anything. You know what I'm saying? Brian didn't talk, you know, but he cool. Everybody that know him know him is funny, but like everywhere Brian don't speak. And I'm loud, running around, getting drunk. Everyone met Brian would just follow me and roll with me. Now he ain't got to talk right there, but like, <laughs> so if we went out to a club, we went anywhere. Like, is your bodyguard? Is your bodyguard? At one point, I started thinking, yeah, that's the bodyguard. Right <laughs> it was just such an odd couple. You can see two little kids, two teenagers, total opposite, man. Funny stuff. But here's what's wild, Brian. Um. He had he got to live that true uh, love story. Started off, it's going, we're going to take a path. But Brian lived that path where he met, only had one girlfriend in high school, married that one girlfriend in high school. And we're always like, okay, Brian, you went one for one. Me, I went over 1,000. And just, you know, Brian uh, got to be the best man at his wedding. Remember, I was in college, got to come down and go to his wedding and everything. But... You know, it's crazy to say this. It didn't work out the way that planned. People change, okay? And people go their separate way. Brian's recovery is really what I want to spotlight and showcase about this podcast because a lot of people are going through breakups and divorces and everything, and it takes years to recover. But your bounce back, I am amazed and I'm proud of you. And I'm going to say this early, six minutes in, that. You are not the same cat that I grew up with. You are doing the bench. You you made it a way to 
uh, get out and, 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 and have fun and go to single mixers and you throwing these. I mean, you went to Atlanta and I mean, I ain't saying you turned out, but man, you turn up now, Brian. That's all I got to say, man. And kudos to you because some people would have came home and said, all right, this ain't work out, this man, this and that. You never came back to Spartanburg. You always visit, but dude, you're a rare breed now. And I just got to say, you out and out, Brian. That's all I got to say, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to do a, a little something, something. Just, you know, give people to get back out there into the world. You know, put that positivity into that, um, that space of people who do want to um, actually get out and start dating again or just, um, you know, live life enjoying their singleness. Bro, I mean, you, you, uh, you out there in the thicket of it. Like that little thing said, it's in the thick of it. <laughs> you out here with these heathens, dog. It's some heathens where you at. You got Gucci mamas, baby mamas, drama mamas. You got, you, 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 you. Dating in Atlanta gotta be anywhere in the Georgia area. You gotta be crazy, man. What are you thinking, dog? What are you thinking? You gotta meet somebody on the outskirts. I don't know if I trust anything coming out of Atlanta. No, it's not that bad. I think it's a bad rep for, um, with all the BS that be happening, all the um, drama that be happening inside of Atlanta. But um, on the outside, it's pretty chill. It's kind of like the Berg, you know, just, you know, laid back vibe, doing what the guys do. I feel you. I can, I can definitely see that. I can see, I can see that. Um, with with Atlanta, I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, you just got divas, you got some money hungry females. And then your athletes keep getting caught with transvestite. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude? I'm going to tell you a crazy story. I went to this club. It could have been in, I think it was in Atlanta. And this is one bad chick. <laughs> you got to have a bad chick story. This chick had on like a cheetah skirt. Oh, boy. I should have known, right? So <laughs> I'm like, man, this chick bad. She was in the corners, couple of and uh, I was like, dude, and this was like way back before extensions and all this stuff. I'm going to say this was like, got to be like 2002, 2000. This was early 2000s, dog, before the pandemic took over. And I go to the restroom, and the chick walks in there that I was talking about with the cheetah dress. She hiked her dress up deep in the urinal. I said, oh, my God, I ain't fooling with nothing in Atlanta. I was eyeing this chick the whole night. She had, she looked kind of like Persian with the black long hair. Joker had on a tight goddamn cheetah skirt on. I can believe it, bro. That was my first experience like that. Mm. I said, never in Atlanta, never ever Atlanta, Atlanta, whatever. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, I got one of them stories, and Dan could cooperate on this story too. But he was with me that night. He went um put me up this. Just on um, right out, whatever. Okay, okay, break it down. Give me the story. He ain't here yet. All right, so basically, say we just gonna go right out and just um hit up some spots. Just no um particular place. Just you know, he was out there. So here we go. We um we ride out. We um park in this little parking space. And the first spot we went by, you know, it was pretty laid back. It was kind of chill. Had people out about talking and stuff. But as we start walking down the street. That's when it gets crazy. Okay. Because here we are on one side of the street, and then on the other side, it's like a little club or whatever. And we saw kind of like the same setup um, when we first got out, just some people outside talking and stuff. But um, here's the um kick the kicker. Okay. Just um, a dude started um saying, "Hey guys, 
hey guys. And me and Dan just looking at like, who's he talking to? Who's he talking to? And then we were like, um, okay, but we just um, went on about my business. But um, we caught the name of the spot and it was called the Bulldog. And, <laughs> Not the Bulldog. Yeah, it was called the Bulldog. And I asked one of my coworkers, hey, you ever heard of a spot called the Bulldog? And dude was like, I mean, I was like, yeah. You know, that's like a um, gay spot. Um, if you um kicking it up, like, no man, I didn't know that. And I was like, oh shit. I mean, that dude was trying to hide the both of me and me and Dan. So I was like, huh. Well, hmm. I'll tell you now. I I got I actually really enjoy. Like I go to all clubs. I'm with the gay clubs. I'm straight clubs. I go to so many different. I'm one of those guys. I want to experience to say that I walked in as many cool clubs as possible. Clubs that that people know about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was just one, um, just one gay club. So jumping in Greenville, you back in back in the early. If people remember, the castle was that joint in Greenville. If, for if you remember the castle, I mean, it was it was a gay club, but it was fire. Reason I love the club so much because you know you can go there if you were straight, mm-hmm. you can holler at like two girls all the time you didn't get hated on like sometimes you go to a straight club like you can holler at one girl and then you may back then like you gotta lock on to her can't let her go if she bad like that you gotta hang on to her the whole night because somebody else gonna holler at her right mm-hmm. so uh you go to these like a gay club like that everybody hollering at everybody and you ain't locked down like if i can holler at this girl and go holler at this girl on this side of or holler at this girl and don't have to be like James Bunn and like duck and hide if she see me talking to another girl or buying another girl a drink. There is none of that. Like, I got to give the gay club a props because I'm like, yo, I'm trying to holler at two girls the whole time. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring two girls. I'm trying to bring three. I'm trying to get all of them, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you was having to be straight, then you're you're like okay you're at a gay bar but I'm like yo I'm straight like what's up like you here too which way are you like and you can just kick it and then they invite you to the private party if you cool enough with the gay community that they say we about to go to a party mm-hmm. always go to a party like don't think it means anything crazy I'm gonna throw this out here right now you go to these private parties they have limousine stars and someone was at like airport hangers where like you don't pay a cover charge ain't nothing but models there no man the villain is here the villain is here have a seat in the middle right there pull up you got some stuff right here sahar you pour all right got you right here got you right here this your cup already you already set up okay so what i'm getting at is when i went to like a couple of these spots when i tell you all the females man like it was like Maxim models or all of them would just come out there to these to these gay after parties. I mean, we rolled up there in like limousines. It was a girl that was on The Bachelorette, this girl named Blakely. Uh, it was a couple of them. It was a girl that was on like the can of like a Hooters beer beer bottle. I'm like, what? Like, just straight dude, straight boy thing would be like, hey man, we got this part. No, cause they trying to take everything for themselves. This was hot. This was a cool experience. Dude, I was in uh I was in college and it was just one. We're gonna have a contest to name the funniest name of a gay club. The coolest gay club I ever went to was called Rumors. Rumors. That's a badass name for a gay club, right? 
this club right here, Sahar, come here. The the name of this, the, the rumors were so fire, man. And like, we was in college. So it was like, everybody went down there. We would jump, well, I'll tell you what, we were so lit and it was so hot. Like all the dudes, like you could just go, imagine going to a club. Now, it ain't working the opposite way, but everybody in there, it get hot, everybody just take their fucking shirt off and dance and party. That shit was lit. It was called Rumor. That is a badass name for a gay club. Cause like, you know, if you there or the rumor, it ain't, it ain't about that. Rumors, I believe it's in Pennsylvania and Altoona. I know it ain't there no more, but if anybody hearing this, I remember rumors. Y'all know it now. Rumors. Oh, Dan just got up here like, what the hell did I just walk into? <laughs> he already uh, gave us the story about when y'all went to Atlanta. Somebody was hollering at y'all, both of y'all asked, but he said you set him up for the whole this whole trip. So, all right, y'all, the villain just walked in. He's another one of uh, one of the guys. Dan just got married. He's a different guy. Well, he's the same guy, but I just love that label now that he's married. Dan, say what's up to everybody. What's going on, everybody? Happy to be here. Things been changing over the years. Man. Dang. <laughs> hey, be honest. I don't know if it's just my mind changing or the world changing, but how I look at life right now, I'm just gonna put that all on me how I view life. And you know, you always did. Hey, you said that you always well, did. Well, here's the crazy thing. Here's the crazy thing. Because I'm gonna be using that. Oh, oh, all right. The crazy thing is, when I was single, I looked at life one at one aspect. And now that I'm married, I look at it differently. Because, you know, the single life just had me on this role of be cool, you know, try to holler at some chick or get a quick smash or, you know, something like that. But now that I'm married, I look at life totally different. I like, I, I have totally different views because, all right, that's the difference between being married and happily married. Now I'm, one, I'm, I'm, I'm the latter. So now I'm interested in other stuff. Okay, okay. You know, as you see from my hat, one yes, thing I'm yes. interested in, you know, uh, I got interested in arms and, and guns. Not to go not to go kill people, because I just find them a little bit interesting. I got back into video games a little bit. About you know, time. You know, um, about fucking time. And I've really been big on travel and small business. Why you ain't rode bikes with me yet? Uh, I know your wife, she bikes. I, I know that that's her thing. Her thing is You don't never bike with her? Y'all don't bike together? We only bike one time, and that's when we went to uh, that Virginia trip. Why you don't bike with her? Tell me the experience. Um, when I went bike with her, we went down a mountain. Not up, but down. Okay. And it was fun. I ain't gonna lie. Yes. It was really fun. I, I enjoyed every minute of it. But what I really enjoyed more is hiking. Okay, I okay. I really enjoy hiking. My wife hikes. I've never went hiking with her. So I, I, and I, I only went. Uh, now you're going to talk about me. I'm you throwing you out there. there. That's now what I do. That's there. what I do, man. That's what I do, man. That's what I do. I, I throw see. people in, and, you know, and I hide behind it. I get behind the stairwell. I throw people <laughs> under the bus. And you know what I do? I don't get in the stairwell. I, I, I hop on the back and, and some people don't see me getting a free ride on that bad boy. Yo, but what's crazy is you and Brian told the opposite. Like, you got married and you see things different. He got divorced and he sees shit way different. Like, the way he is, like, with his outings and his social life, 
we never would have thought Brian would be like social going to these lock and key events he signed up for like he did like two different things changed your way of seeing the world is what I'm getting at Brian see it different he don't have to meet a couple heathens or two but he alright he saved he lived to tell he lived he lived to tell the tale you know what I'm saying Sick, Brian thought the world was one way. You know, I, I yeah. get that. We're like Brian, you these 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 females ain't like that. Now, like you better toughen up. You got to be rich. You got to see if we was like them, Brian. He just went on a date. That he tell me all the time. I got a date. I got a date. I got a date. I remember I was like Brian. I was preparing Brian for a while. Like before you start going on dates, you need to get you some practice dates. You need to get you some practice dates. You need to get familiar with conversation. Going out with females and just sitting down with him again. Now you can't stop this dude for nothing. He like, yo, he putting together like brunch of things with people. You know what I'm saying? That's like, awesome. I'm yeah, proud. Yeah, of, yeah, I, I told yeah, him, like, awesome. man, I'm proud of him, dude. I, love it. I mean, I've, I've I've slowly become anti-social, you know, lately. You know, I I don't really know how to describe how I feel anymore because I moved back to the country for the most part. Okay. You know, I left and it's and it's and it's weird how I feel right now. Like, you know, I'm going to tough it out. Like just last week, I've been attacked by yellow jackets. You know, all I'm doing is just cleaning my yard, just cutting grass, and I got ate up by yellow jackets, and it felt like they were stinging me till three o'clock in the morning. Even though I got them all off me. Well, God bless you in your marriage, you get in the house and get oh, some yellow man. jackets. Shout out to the yellow jackets and that's hard work, dog. Shout out to being married and and living that life, dog. That's a blessing. It's, it's, it is a blessing, but I always think, I feel like I'm truly who I am. You know, I grew up in Wilford. I grew up in the country, you mm-hmm. know, but I had a thing for the city life. And then now that I live the city life, I'm like, I don't think I like the city life anymore. Maybe I do like being secluded. Oh it's just God. all a mental thing for me. Like, who are you? The more you get in life, the more of you comes out. It's a good way to put that. That's that, that's pretty excellent. I have to say to be real with it, Brian. Um, yeah. Let's let's get the bullshit because I can't believe now that Dan's here. Uh, we we here, baby. I want I want I want to start some controversy. Oh, oh shit. No. Okay. Real quick. <laughs> real real quick. Um. So when you. Oh my god. Let's do this. What's the best movie you've seen this year? What's the hottest movie you've seen this year? Both of y'all. All right. Right now, we're out of the top down. Wrath of Man. What's going point? Okay. Would you say Wrath of Man was better than uh, Black Messiah? I ain't seen Black Messiah. Brian used to be the movie geek. I know. Let's go. Dan, let's hear yours. I guess the best one I've seen this year. Got to be a 2021 movie. What is, um... Tom Clancy with Michael B. Jordan. What's the oh name of that? God, that movie's trash, bro. You know, know I'm about to down. Yeah, I, I, I you know it. I'm about to. I actually liked it. Go. I'm like, I'm... Was it better than Mr. Nobody? Was it better than nobody? I want to say it's better than nobody. It ain't better than nobody. Nah, it ain't better than nobody. nobody. But you said I'm, I'm not a movie buff. Okay, okay. I'm, not, I'm just going. I, I, I'm just I, I, trying. I, I, to, I'm trying to start movies, a fight. I'm but, trying my best to start. Thing is, thing is, when I when I watched without remorse, I didn't finish. Um. Was it Small World with Chris? Yeah, Hattie? yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, didn't finish it either. Why did I get all the way to the end and just 
automatically I got, say, I, I can just walk away from it and I'm fine. I know I can say it's a good movie, but I can walk away it from it. Goofy. Yeah. It, look, it, it look like exactly. a goofy movie and and I can appreciate a goofy movie. Okay. okay. I, can, I can appreciate a goofy movie, but the thing is, I love, what, it, I love what you're saying. I love what you're about to say. I get what you're saying and I know what you're about to say. Keep going because I want you to say the word and then I'm going to wait to go right off of uh, there ain't no word to it. Okay. I mean, when he, I mean, when he met his daughter, I was like, okay, this is a little bit compelling, but I think I fell asleep. Or maybe I just walked off or whatever. I don't know. Okay. The thing, the thing is, when I, when I do movie time, I like to show movies that I grew up with. Like, I just showed Christina Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, what? good, good movie. Okay. Good movie. Okay. It, it, don't, I mean, it is a good movie, but you, you can't beat that. It. That's a classic. It's a cult classic because it's a goofy ass movie okay. like it has i watched it when i was a kid we was all kids when i came here yeah, of course I don't even, I don't, dude that was the original rating bro the was, real he was, rating yeah, the, original he was the original thunder rating. god dude yeah. that's like but it was if you look at it from as a grown like we're all buying our 40s but you look back on it you're like man this is some goofy shit and it's it still works. great, it though. I'm about to say. It just works. There's so many yeah. movies like that that's great. I was telling uh, Brian, I went back and I watched, um, dude, I watched, I had nothing to do but watch Stone Cold with Brian Bronsworth the other day. I just had to. Like, I just, sometimes I make sure that I go like, let me see this as a 40-year-old and not as a 12-year-old. It's right. so good to watch movies and be like, all right, I'm older. Let me break this down. Um, Dude, I, um... I watched that movie with, uh, let me see what I watched last night. Joe. But throw it out here. It just came out. Joe. Joe. Kate Beckinsale. She's this chick. And it's over the top funny, but it's good. Okay. She has this sickness or this disorder, right? Anytime she gets angry, she can go in this homicidal killing mode. So she got this button that's in her hand. It's like this remote. She got people don't see under these clothes. It's like the other version of the Jason Statham movie, but different. Like she got these 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 electronic sensors all on her back. So if she goes somewhere, somebody pisses her off, say something, she can't be around anger. Because if she's around anger, she'll snap and kill you or break stuff or break your neck. It's funny because she got anger issues. So if she's she really can't go anywhere in the city because She's going to hear somebody in New York, a taxi cab person, cut somebody out, cut somebody out. And you see in her eyes, her eyes do this thing. And it's like, it'll go through a cut scene where she already killed him. And then she pushed that button and starts back off. Funny ass movie. Like, it's crazy. Like, this disorder because she got this shocking uh, remote in her hand all the time. And she's just pushing it all the time. And like, crazy ass movie just watched the other day. Like, I watched it yesterday. And then I had to go and watch the movie I was telling you about. Well, I showed you this, the fight scene from with Anna. Anna was throwing down. Anna was throwing down in the restaurant with the plates. And when they made her do that mission and it was a empty gun, she was like, you thought you were just going there and the job's going to be easy. It's going to be the gun. She went up on the target, started pulling the trigger. Gun was empty. She had to throw down. And it was time to, like, Anna gave Salt a run for her money fighting-wise. I'm putting Anna up there with hands and fists and kicks. Anna is, I put her above Salt. Salt had hand game and gun game. I'm putting Anna up there. Um, 
Uh, I will tell you, and I'll tell you every podcast, I'm going to quit saying this. I'm going to retire it and find a new favorite movie to tell people to see. Cruella's still the baddest movie I've seen this year. <laughs> I knew it was I mean, <laughs> the baddest movie. Art-wise, everything-wise, Cruella covered everything I, in the I, I heard, I heard that this movie was relatively decent. Keyword, you said you heard. Yeah, I haven't seen it. When you see it, then give it. Give well, it when you I see mean, it. Here's the thing. I'm not a huge fan of Disney films. I'm not either. I hate Disney. I hate Disney with a passion. Everybody and Brian can tell you why I hate Disney because of what they did to our shows. They took furniture away from us. They took all the things I love away and put it on Disney Plus. But you're gonna cancel Daredevil. You cancel the Punisher. You what? You wait, get wait, the Netflix. Wait, 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 wait. If you're talking about the Netflix Daredevil, and they canceled Punisher, it. They took it all away. I mean, Disney thing, took they, that they, away from us. No, I, I mean, granted, but they told their stories. But they took it away. They canceled it. And took it away from us, and we can't get it back how because much, Disney. Went how much trauma can you put Daredevil and Punisher through? How many seasons do you need to see them Bro. both going through trauma? Okay, Brian, I'm gonna give you a chance because I got some fire. I'm glad, Dan. Brian, I'm gonna give you the, the stage you're doing because I'm about to fire off some shots. I need you to say what you gotta say because I gotta say what I gotta say. Go. Well, the truth. I can see where Dan's coming from. I mean, how much trauma can you put those two characters in? With the um, situation, I didn't get a chance to see the um, last season of Daredevil or um, The Punisher, but I got the gist of um, what they were going with the storyline. I'm gonna put that one right on you. Try it now. All right, well, yeah, I just got the gist of what they was talking about this, from a storyline standpoint, and it's, it's just like how much that you now I'm bringing those characters through. Okay, that all you gotta say because I, I feel like I, I'm, about to, I'm about to let it all out. I, I put it like this want to do something with those I consider Daredevil and Punisher anti-heroes I really don't and if you would have just had them end with that particular storyline with you know Daredevil dealing with the hand and you know Punisher within the Netflix hold up hold hold up before you go hold up keep that thought before I'm done thing I gotta give a shout out to the sponsor Top Flight Cigars because I'm doing another segment Top Flight Cigars Shout outs for the cigars I got over here. I'm going to use some of these tonight for the celebratory for my wife's birthday. Um, Top Flight, you're doing your thing. I know you got a big event tonight. I uh, got the great news about the wildfire cigars. Is getting drop. Y'all stay tuned because these cigars are going to be game changing. It's a whole new experience. If everything goes the way that we had the talk that we got today, they're not ready for it. Let me give a shout out to 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge. We get ready to do big things, baby. This is, like I said, this is a sneak peek of what's getting ready to happen. Uh, Salt Cave, you already know, enjoy my experience. I can't wait for another one. Holler at the Salt Cave. You know, 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge. This is the I'm Here to Argue podcast. It's going down. We come. All right, go right back. I'm back recording. Y'all just missed, just so y'all know, I stopped at mid-break. 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge. Doug Print Light that prints all my merch. Uh, Top Flight Cigar, 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge. It's going down. And like I said, the salt cable's off the chain. Let's go, Dan. All right. Now, what was I with? Uh, Daredevil and yeah. Punisher? All right. Punisher had a basically off his closest friend at the end of his last season. He, he, he was in mid-season. He blew his head off. Okay. You know, the way I look at it is the next thing that you could really do is add with these particular characters. These two particular characters, I would say throw in another anti-hero and start another story. Like Ghost Rider or Blade. You know, it could be, I think it will be interesting. Maybe not Blade so much because 
zombie, I mean, I'm sorry, type universe, but throwing Ghost Rider with those two, I think that could be a compelling story. These three are trying to get along to kill, like brutally, like, you know, Daredevil don't like to kill. Yeah. But at the same time, he has to watch people get killed. You know, the <laughs> hand, he can't the, watch hand, with the hand brutally murders people. And he has to stop those guys. And you got the Punisher that don't, he don't give a shit. Yeah, he, he, he don't care. But then what about Ghost Rider? You ever seen Ghost Rider get killed? I'm with Ghost Rider. I'm with you. You think about these guys, scary looking guys, very, you know, guys you don't want to see at Starbucks or in the back or anywhere. You don't want to meet these guys anywhere. You don't want to see them at Quick Trip, 7-Eleven, okay. anywhere. But start a new story. I, I'm I ready. Where, I, I'm I see ready to go in. No, you don't even know where I'm going in because I ain't firing not one bullet yet. Me and Brian are like, man, I ain't firing not one bullet yet, y'all. These two particular characters in the stories that we watched went through hell. Yes. They went through hell and maybe that hell needs to stop because as a person who watches it, I can feel that hell. I'm like, yo, you don't lost your girl. Your girl comes back. She's supposed to be dead. Oh, you just you just shot up everything. You just killed a bunch of people. Now you got you a construction worker. Okay. Now you gotta kill your best friend. He put in work. Yeah, he put in like the people that wrote those stories for. I ain't gonna talk about Luke Cage second season because I was on the big Luke Cage second season. First season was awesome. Fuck yeah. Luke First season was awesome. Season. I'm amen to that, brother. Yeah. All right, can I shoot my shot? Go for it. As a Daredevil fan since Dolph Lundgren, Punisher, mm -hmm. we've had multiple Punishers. Yeah. Outside of, and I hate the uh, Thomas Jane one, but John Travolta dropped the fucking ball. Okay? It wasn't a bad one. It Man, bad. fuck that movie. That dude was taking shotguns at point blank, getting up and he'll slap. Okay, yeah. that's pretty much how they were did in the comic book. No. Punisher Warzone, oh my god. Was, was, was that the one where he was going from level level blowing up people? He was tearing the world was, up, boy. It was a video game on that. That's that's that yeah, motherfucker that was, was a video that game. Was like, was like, that was they should that was like contract. That should have went straight to PS2. Right. Yeah, okay. So we got we finally got perfect punish my dude from walking Dead, he got the look he got the talk he got the guitar he got everything okay now i'm just strictly strictly on the, the whole route that they did with the punisher the writing i like the the wild card having the military dude that snapped that gave you another dude on top of having uh what's my dude named jigsaw or puzzle head whatever his name is like to have him, his close buddy, I mean, they did everything right. They did every. I can't ask him to do anything more. The second episode, the second season was not as good as the first season, but the first season, you needed to add the tech geek dude to lighten him up. He was the perfect partner to have with him. Now, hit the violence, the kill count, Everything was what I needed. I love the Indian chick that was the cop. I love this. Mm -hmm. I love yeah, everything yeah. about Daredevil. Okay, they gave me everything I need. But what people don't realize is Daredevil, I'm sorry, the Punisher has to leave, and correct me if I'm wrong, Black Panther in the comics. Doesn't he have to watch Hell's Kitchen? Because, no, yes, Black Panther has to do Daredevil's job because Daredevil goes to become Spider-Man's lawyer. 
So oh. when he leaves to go be Spider-Man's lawyer, they switch and Black Panther watches Hell's Kitchen. Why did Black Panther watch Hell's Kitchen? They had other he, I mean, Because I'm, I'm okay, 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 okay. When you saw the, when you watched the Black Panther movie, uh-huh. where were they at when they was in the hood? I thought they was in LA. Yeah, they was in, they the was in Oakland. They was in they was in okay. I thought they was over in California. Okay, but who but with the way it's set up is and correct me if I'm wrong, because somebody, I want to make sure I'm right. Who was the guard? Is it Black Panther? The guard? He he was in charge of Hell's Kitchen. No. Or was it the Punisher? No. I'm saying when 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 when, when Daredevil leaves, because Punisher can't watch Hell's Kitchen because he's a vigilante. I, I think it's the heroes for hire because I think it's Luke Cage. No, wait, 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 no, 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 but what? Remember, remember but Luke Cage, Luke Cage left. Yeah, Luke Hell's Cage King. ain't in there. He, he yeah. went back to Harlem. Black Panther went to go watch Hell's Kitchen when he went to go. See, I don't. I want to see how the movie, how this next Spider-Man is going to tie it up. But uh, what you call it was Peter Parker's. That's his lawyer. He would have made the perfect lawyer because he's a vigil. He's a, he's on that fine line. And as a lawyer, I mean, he's the bum, but he went to go defend Spider-Man. And if they set it up, which the way the clause is, because Disney messed it up, other shows could have picked these series up. But Disney put a clause in it within three years. You can't touch none of their shows. Oh. The only show that got around that was, uh, what's the last? Um, Punisher was within that realm. So you, you can might take be the- talking about the Defenders. No, not the Defenders. Not defenders. Defenders. Uh, I got everything against defenders. Blow yeah, defenders up. Blow that shit up. Uh, no, the way it works is Punisher didn't get in with the Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Daredevil. Yeah, right. It got in later. So they. So so Punisher is going to come back. It won't be a Punisher series, but he can he can bring that character back. They already petitioned, did all that. He can do that. But Disney ruined it for us because we got the greatest Daredevil. Daredevil season one, season two, when they brought in Punisher season, Daredevil topped everything. What Daredevil did that last season when they introduced Bullseye, I'm gonna say for superhero TV shows, blew it up. That's the real Daredevil. Uh, Bullseye. Bullseye killed the I game. Did not, I did not know that you could make a character, a bad guy, that creepy. Dude. And be built by Kingpin. They Dude. made the perfect Kingpin. But that's what I was going to say. But that's why I'm shouting the show because Kingpin is, and right now, I'm going to say this the true definition of a king. He is the art of everything of what a powerful Kingpin is. That name, that's why I'm like, you took away the show that the art, how you keep saying, okay, what about a third? They gave you another person. They gave you a great villain and they give you that third eyeball. Like, like season two when they brought Punisher in on Daredevil and the way they was playing each other as a collector that has those 80, 1980 comic books, the way they fought on the roof and talked and kick it. That's, I can't say they, they couldn't have done it better. They did that to the T, but now you add Kingpin with his art, his taste and everybody like, we don't even say his real name. We don't say, yeah, I love yeah, the fact that it was like one. the cops, everybody like, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't even say his name. We, who, him? Mr. We don't say his name. Like, that level of respect, like, he wanted to be like, Kingpin changed the game. If anybody's hearing this, Kingpin changed the game going forward of a Kingpin. If that's the level that it just set, like, I love his taste of art, all his white suit. Everything that he hung up, like, why he wanted that picture for her and all that. 
Kingpin was on another level. And hey, you gonna stop a show like hey, that? Hey, hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. I just yeah. noticed something. Um, you know, Wild America here. He likes everything about Kingpin. And me and you both know Kingpin's a a psychopath. Kingpin. So you you like his art style? You like his suits? Kingpin. Like, Kingpin. You know, we got a guy like a what did he do for that right woman? Here. I mean, what he did for love? What did he, Kingpin? He just changed when I watched that. She was crazy too. She was, but she was in pocket though. She was in, she was pocket. She was clutch. All she did was sell him that portrait, and then they were in love. Dude. She was crazy, and he was but, already but, far but gone. He got every. He could have anything he want. He wanted her, and what she she put that gas pack, that battery pack on his back. He went toe to toe with Daredevil and about killed him too. And Kingpin's powerful. In the yeah, comments, yeah, Kingpin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he Kingpin strong. is he's strong. He's, he's intelligent. Strong. His thinking was how he already knew. This motherfucker was in prison anytime he felt like walking out. He had like he was said he could walk out anytime he wanted to be rich. They had no idea. Like I don't give Netflix a lot of credit, but I will give him credit for this one. The way they made Kingpin not only really intelligent but really crazy. Yeah, he, I yeah. think they did a because in from what I yeah. read that Kingpin was just really smart. Yeah. That's from what I read. Okay. I mean, I could be wrong. But the girl, but no, he's always head Netflix, over heels in love with her. Yeah, he don't play no games with her. But the thing is, they made him in, on the Netflix series. They made him not only really smart but really crazy. And I never really I noticed that. that until I watched it. I mean, I read the books with Kingpin was always just really smart and he was, just it, he was putting in work. All he was was like, um, okay, 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 but but go with this though, because I'm still on the attack. All right. What they did, what I loved about this one, they showed Wilson Fisk. Uh-huh. Like they give you Fisk and not just everybody else gives you Kingpin. Yeah. This show gave you Wilson Fisk. Fisk. And you see the struggle in the battle because the Chinese people's like, you can be loved in the city. Which one you want to be? You want to be a gangster and you want to be a politician. You're not going to win. Sooner or later, the Chinese lady like, you're going to have to find out which one you're going to be. You want to be a killer or do you want to be kind? And they kept fucking with him. The whole thing was like, now you're talking about this. Yeah. Yeah, the, oh, yeah. right. The hand they kept, the they kept hand giving it to the Netflix series. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going. Nobody comments. So that's what I'm saying. They did everything right. I, I got to say, they did so much right because it shows the Kingpin had a battle within itself of like he wanted to rebuild the city and do that, but you can't rebuild a city being clean. You got. They was like, you gonna get dirty and you gonna get messy, bloody. But it's a matter of time. You got to figure out you, which one do you want to control the city. Do you want to rule the city kindly, or do you want to be ruthless? So was he with the hand or not? No, he wasn't with the hand. It was kind of like finance. Yeah, he kind of needed their their co. They, he needed them co-sign. He needed them co-sign. Now, is this candy? That's the next. So because I don't know if people can comment on this, but there might be some nerds that be listening to this. I'm not doing live. Like, this is all, this, and this will go up like soon. But no, I'll, even, I'll, even even if it does go up, there might be some nerds out there be like, "Hey yo, fuck all y'all." I mean, you know, I want this, I want anybody yeah. to hear this. I want all the smoke because you you ain't get a better kingpin than that. You're oh, not no, no, get, I'm not and, 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 then, and then the point of a bad guy, I'm gonna say they just showed you true power, like. The only villain I seen was that smooth was um my main man and uh like I'll take any I'll take any episode, any TV show y'all got, 
Pablo Escobar on Narcos on, on, on Netflix, he's the most powerful bad guy, period. Now, if we want to stick of with all if, of if, if you want to stick with Marvel, if you want to stick with Marvel, what was the name of Blade One guy? Was Deacon? Yeah, was Deacon. Deacon Frost. Yeah, Deacon Frost. I liked him. Deacon Frost him. was that dude. He was conflicted, really but him. he got it. He he had a battle between because he was a half breed, and the originals wouldn't accept him, but he made his own lane. He killed. Him. He he made. He his was own a bad lane. guy. He he he. The writers of that movie showed us. This is a bad guy. He will kill his own and you and anybody that has a problem. I, I mean, those are the type of bad guys I like. If you want to, I mean, I think that's the problem with modern day movies, you know, lore and stuff like that. What you, you mean? You, you don't, a lot of people do not know how to create a decent villain. Dude, I can't agree with that. There's too many good bad guys out here. Uh, uh, my main man, Joe, Joe Carroll. You seen Joe Carroll in the following? Mm. You ain't never seen the following. This motherfucker is like, what would happen if Charles Manson had Instagram following social media? This motherfucker is like, imagine, like, you get weak-minded people. The name of the show is called The Follow. Old show came out over 10, 12 years ago. My main man, Kevin Bacon's in it. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, yeah, Kevin Bacon's that. in it. Okay, you got The Follow. Now imagine what weak-minded people or how people can be maneuvered through social media. You had him up a powerful like Charles Manson. Now, with his words, his rhetoric, how he could move people. Take that now with a psychopath. And people want to follow the dude. Why it's called a follower. And the whole show you're watching it, you don't know who's following, who's a follower. So you could be getting arrested, the cops, anybody, you don't know who's a follower. And it's all set up. Like he can have it set up like, all right, he wanted to reach out to this girl. That he didn't get to finish killing. I'm just gonna open this up. It's a girl, the one victim that got away. This motherfucker broke out the way he had to say that he wanted to finish the job and kill her, right? Because she was the one that got away. For years, this girl was in protective custody. So he figured out, all right, I know she's not gonna trust the man again because she trusted me. So next door to her was this very happy gay couple she trusted with the kids and everything like okay she trusts this gay couple right and all this time they weren't gay they were playing gay for him like all the pictures everything the whole time these mothers are her next door neighbor they're building this secret thing to get into her closet so he breaks out he kills her turns himself back in like i just finished what i started and they had no idea they were like how did you get out police when they found out joe carroll escaped they had the house around him so like how the fuck did anybody get in this house? Cause we never seen anybody get in this house. Nobody left this house. Nobody came out. Police been here. All these years, he set up for five years. These gay dudes built this cover. She trusted them every day. So they were like, we're next door neighbor. Okay, these mothers been living right next door. Built the way to get in the house. He killed their ass like I said. Like it's all about a book and like fame for him. Like he did this thing where this lady was in hiding. His wife was in hiding. Okay, cause they were like, oh my God, Joe Carroll's loose. His wife is in hiding. Everybody that had the same name as his wife in that state all got killed because he wanted to prove a point. I love you, baby. I miss you. I'm gonna find you. What? Everybody named Jane, whatever her name, whatever her name was, Carol, Jane. Carol, he he did that like I love you. Just hey, to know that. Hey Brian. Yeah. Wasn't there a movie about a guy who came back from the future and was killing everybody in the phone book who had the same name? Ooh, what was that? Starts with a T. Are you Sarah Connor? 
Yeah. 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 This dude ain't had to use no. <laughs> Come on, man. No, hey. no, no, no. Joe Carroll. Joe Carroll ain't had to do that, man. Joe Carroll wanna wanna roll up on you. He wanna make you feel good. He wanna stab you. He wanna kill you up close to personal and see your soul leave your face. Well, you know what? You know, Arnold will come up and just shoot you in the face and be like, He got a, he got, but you know what though? He's a he's a he's a uh he's a robot though. This dude is a cult leader. Yeah, that that, that is that's, that's yeah. But putting in weak-minded people, today's society, people yeah. can be led to believe anything you get a powerful speaker to say yeah so that's what i'm saying with the show when you see like people can really get manipulated mm-hmm. this that's show true. is all about manipulation right so we didn't get to like i said just imagine when you see all the ted bundy people who didn't want to see him die like somebody can go and be a, in big crime people gonna raise he didn't deserve to die he don't deserve to die like right now in our the way our country's divided yeah you give a powerful person a podium and a voice like that, and all he wanted to do was build legacy. He didn't want money. He, all he wanted to do was build build legacy. And you just you just said the biggest thing I've been noticing the past few years. You know, it's like the way that movies have been coming out and TV shows have been coming out, and they've been bombing and tanking and stuff like that. I realize it's never. It's not about money no more. It's about putting your stamp or putting your legacy, your quote unquote legacy on something. Well, you know who did that? Uh, Heath Ledger's Joker, when he burnt that money, when he burnt his half of the money, everybody started doing that. It, Do you remember it, that? It, it, hold yeah, on, hold yeah. Do you remember the scene? Yes. When yes. he burnt that, we had all with that loud, With Lyle sitting on the top. Wow. and the money. He did that thing. He killed said, him he said, and burned him. Like, everybody like, once he did that, you start getting a, getting a whole line of villains after that was like, I just burned, he burned my head, but he burned that money. It wasn't about that. And I don't know if you, you didn't get to hear the episode that Pierre gave the whole speech when he said why he burnt the whole half of the money. I'm I think like, most people know. It, it's, it, that scene right there was not a scene for smart people. It was a scene for everybody. It was showing. Mm-hmm. He even said it. He explained the scene. He said, "This town needs a new class of villain." I, I think I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. No, you, 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 no, you broke it down. You broke it down. And and the thing is, deep down inside my own self, I feel like sometimes our world needs a new class of hero. You need that person. Like you got people out there that just want to be revered and looked at, but. The new type of hero that we need in our real world, real world, is not the one that's in front of the TV or in front of a camera. We need a hero that gets the job done and goes home. You know, like you don't, you know, look what I did. There's a lot of motherfuckers out here that be like, look what I did, look what I did, look what I did. You see it on social media. Too many. Too many. Mm-hmm. Look what I did. No, you do the job and you get the hell out exactly. and you go home. Don't take no pictures. Don't take no selfies. Don't tag yourself. Don't be liking your own shit. You know, hey, I just gave a homeless man five dollars. And then when we need to know that up that you gave five dollars, I feel you, bro. It's too many. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna tell you this: our city got too many of those. I ain't saying this ever, but our city and people that's like they want you to know, like for 
real, bro. I hate that you said it because the truth of it. Oh my God, I go to the soup kitchen. I do this every week. I do this, I do this, I do that, I do that. It's too many, you right, it's too many of that. Yeah, if you wanna be a real hero, and if we're gonna keep things local, if we're gonna keep things local, we need to start in Smartburg. Now, bro, I know you don't live here. I'm still counting on you coming back. I'm waiting on it. I wish bro, I'm coming you, back. I, like the come back. Yeah, I don't know why you put that fight. I'm glad you said that because I never want to tell him oh, But I'm like, I know, Brian, you oh, coming man. back. You ain't missing up. Bring your ass back. Hey, I, I was going to say, I've been we'll putting that like, I wonder why. Dude, dude, dude. It ain't one of those things. You win, Brian. Just come back. Brian, you win, man. You ain't got nothing else to prove. You ain't got to. You know, people say, man, I had to come back home. Brian, that ain't you. No, come on back, Brian. You win, dog. Say, I'm glad you said that, bro. Bring your Bring your ass off, bro. What I know is, what I know about Sparkburg, people, when things happen in Sparkburg, like we just had, you had too many killers, like recently, and people are so upset and everything, and I understand. I 100% understand why you're upset. At the same time, we need to take care of each other and pay attention to what's going on right here in our county there are a lot of people that talk about what biden doing what this person doing what nothing to do with south carolina have you noticed that the rest of the world don't talk about south carolina nobody cares about south carolina south carolina on the map now with all these goddamn kids not really i mean i know the world is messing with spartanburg murder rate frequency it's going it's up, the, but... the rapid of how rapid it happens our population ain't big enough to do numbers it is like right now Everybody talking about how Spartanburg and the upstate is one of the best places to move top eight in the nation to live at. But they ain't showing you that the murder rate, the frequency of how often it happens is, is too fast for our population. It, it, it doesn't line up to me. No, Spartanburg is up there in how likely it is that you'd be involved in the crime. But guess what? Like I said earlier, all of us are in our 40s. Now it's our job. We have, we, I, we, I mean, we grew, I agree. We, we grew up in the 80s. I agree. Already, you know, we all been through it. We've been through the crack era. We've been through all that. Now that we're grown, it is all responsibility. Not our parents. Our I parents, our parents are one foot in the nursing home or in the grave. My parents are in their 70s. I, you know, I think you're right. It's 100%. On us. I, you're right we 100%. don't control it. If we don't pay attention to what goes on in Spartanburg, if we be like, Oh, maybe I just go ahead and put up a for sale site, man. Fuck that. I just bought my house. I ain't going nowhere. All I do is buy more ammo. Right. That's all I do. And the thing is, I have no intention of killing people. Zero intention. But there are people here that intend on killing others. So well, we need well, to do well, well, help me with this then. Because everything you're saying is correct. And it is a generational thing because we had old heads of church. We had camps. We had so much that... A lot of the old heads poured into us, like we said, going to Omega Camp, uh, mm-hmm. Vacation Bible Study, Junior Brotherhood, churches had all that, okay? We had places to go, we had centers, we had Salvation Army, we had so many places to go. The issue is, and I just lost my train of thought because what I wanted to say was, kids feel like, okay, motherfuckers ain't afraid to go to hell. That's what throws me off. Like, you understand if you kill somebody. Okay, you can say all the things. Okay, I'm going to pray to God and I can bounce back. I can pray to God to forgive me and try to do better. But to the point where you realize, okay, 
this motherfucker got a problem with me. I got a problem with them. I don't like them. They don't like me. They want to fight me. I'm going to fight them. I'm going to shoot this motherfucker. The fact that our world is come to a point where people are like, all right, I'm going to shoot him. I'm a shooter. I'm going to start shooting people. And I know that I'm going to go to hell and I'm going to face the consequences. That blows my fucking mind. I'm a, I'm a, people think that, okay, I'm going to go ahead and kill this nigga now. And I know I'm going to go to hell, but I'll deal with that shit later. Yeah. I'm just from a personal experience, I literally started buying weapons really recently. Okay. And it got to a point. So right now, I have a, I have, I have a few weapons. And I've calmed down. I know it sounds weird. I've calmed down because now I have lethal means. Gotcha. And I'm like, I don't want to use this stuff. Right. But at least I can defend myself just in case. Yeah. Okay. And so now, like even at work, I ran into a situation at work. You know, young youngin cussing me out, you know, talking trash and everything else. Now keep in mind, I'm a 39-year-old veteran. Because think about it. If anything happens, they're not going to point out the fact that, oh, this is just some regular black man. They're going to look at, oh, this is a veteran. Oh, so he did that. And he's military trained. That could make things worse. So what I do now, with now that I have that background and weapons, I just back up. I always back up. Yeah, they'll put that out there. They'll put that out there. Yeah. Anything happens with you, they gonna put that out there. If you on web, they love putting that out there. And uh, wait, I'm gonna pause and do another shout out because I'm at the 30 minute mark. I want to capitalize on what you said because I'm gonna bring up something and I really want to get your opinion. And then Brian, I want to talk about when they told you not to uh, stay, don't play with Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna copy on that. So before I go there, let's go ahead and get a shout out. Top Flight Cigars. Um, I think I'm gonna go ahead and shout out the names I got right now. I just met them today. Don't forget the Wild America uh, Wildfire Cigars will be coming out. I just got one more thing that has to take place in Miami for that to happen. I got the Bruce Wayne Top Flight. I got the CC Cigars. I think the end, I got the, uh, let me turn these, because these are some torpedoes. Y'all don't know about this cigars. Y'all gonna know about them today. Dan, you smoke cigars? I can. You no, know, but do you? You can't say you a, can, and then, I like. Mean, it's not a regular name I'm gonna have to break him in there. We got All the right. 312s, 312 cigars, torpedoes. Uh, we gonna have something. When my cigar come out, Brian don't smoke cigars. Brian gonna, he gonna smoke a cigar that day. The day <laughs> yeah. I get to hold my own fucking cigar, they got wild fire on them. We gonna, we, I'm turning up for everybody. Okay, so Doug Print Life, if you got family reunions, barbecues, need fundraising for any shirts, cancer, or any type of marathon runs, uh, any type of event, holla at Doug Print Life, D-U-B Print Life, for your printing needs. Um, of course, you guys know the 927 Mobile Cigar Lounge. If you celebrate life, marriage, bachelor party, concerts, anything, you need the lounge to pull up. You gotta do it like this. You you spell it like nine at the number 27, as the number 27, and put 927, then go mobilecigarlounge.com. Y'all gotta holler at K Moss for the cigar lounge experience. You don't have to go to a cigar, let the cigar lounge come to you. 
Um, of course, you already know all even barbershops, starting a barber school. You know people that want to go and start getting their barber license or they want to go to barber schools and learn and how to pass those tests, those exams. Uh, the, the instructor over there has taken the test multiple times over and over and over and over again. And he does tutorial videos like every day. Like he puts up notes on how to pass those tests. Holla at Pierre. Lyman Music City. I love them to death. They've always had my back. We got a lot of projects together. So you will see a lot of nine, I'm sorry, Lyman guitar uh, videos and things coming up because we get ready to do some graffiti projects, art projects. We get ready to make this city look good. Um, I think I got the biggest graffiti project that's getting ready to happen. And I don't want it to be a rest in peace mural. 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 Because I don't want no more names that got to be on these walls, on these walls. I don't want to add to that. I don't want to promote that. I don't want to do anything that has to do with that. So we're going to put something beautiful up. You guys will know the details about that later. But we still getting it in. It's about to go down. And you already know what I told them, what we get ready to talk about. So I got something lined up. But thank God you're not because it's hot outside and we would have burnt up in that lounge. Mm. Alright, so check this out, Dan. What do you know about that soldier who was a police officer? And he's basically the real deal with law abiding citizen. Black dude. Left a manifesto to how corrupt LAPD was. This Body is impeached. Oh, you're talking about this was about almost a decade ago, right? Yeah. Um, how did you ever, did you, you, when you get the time to hear this man's manifesto, he really called out the judges, the cops, and he really, the LAPD was his whole reason. Like, he went at LAPD. If you saw the movie Law Abiding Citizen, he, that was the movie Yeah, version, I saw that. But this guy is like, he knew he had more training. That was a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was good. This guy, Dave Chappelle, brought this guy's name up. And that's the only reason why people started Googling this guy. I found him enough. I had no idea Dave Chappelle brought this guy up. But, Brian, I'm going to tell you this dude. He talked about what all shows he watched, what presents he loved, and what's going on with there. But so much stuff happened with the LAPD and crooked cops. This motherfucker started laying them down. Stand up. He knew. Y'all know y'all can't come at me with the weapons y'all got. And then thinking y'all got it. I'm 10 steps ahead of y'all. Y'all won't catch me. Y'all won't kill me. Bad brother. But yeah, he, I, I definitely remember he that went guy. in. I and, I, and, and let me ask you this. Is he a martyr or is he a criminal? Because his message, he really tried to tell them, like, don't come at me because I know where your kids go to school at. I know your wife, I know your daughter, I know your daughter goes to this college and sh sh her classes are over this time. He broke everything down, was like, don't come at me. Cause if y'all want this smoke, I'm coming with all the fire and the brimstone. But y'all are corrupt and y'all gonna die. This is why I had the mentality that I have. I have weapons now. I know I can defend myself now you ask me if he's a criminal right to answer that question yes okay. yes are those other people criminals yes okay. they are good answer the problem is and i had this conversation with my wife 
what happens when you have a criminal who is above the law? What happens when you have a criminal that writes the laws? What do you do? There's nothing that you can do because that same person that is literally oppressing you wrote the laws to oppress you and will get you arrested. Now, you brought up Dave Chappelle. Now, what did that? Now, what did he say about the first and the second amendment? Y'all remember that little? I don't remember verbatim, but I he don't. said he said something to the extent like, "You have the first one, I guess, for free speech, but the second one just in case the first one." He's like, he's like, but the second one is just in case the first one doesn't work out. <laughs> the thing is, constitutional law, co- constitutionally, you can stop a tyrannical government. That's law. You can stop a tyrannical government. But how do you prove it? How do you prove that you got corrupt cops, corrupt politicians, okay. and everything else? And they're writing the laws. They're all in bed together. Bro. So he went on his own. Now you want to call him on? He, he broke, bro. He, he broke, broke every down. law. He, no, but he broke it down on how corrupt they are, what they've done, how what they've done after he brought the stuff up, mm-hmm. how they shoot it, how they move it to the side, how after these uh, lawsuits, how where you put these people that had police brutality cases and right. you move them here and you still pay them while they're suspended, he brought stuff on your training like you. I brought this up and y'all did nothing about it. I didn't know that there was a pay that people are on when they're on these suspension. Like we hear in the news where they say this person suspended. He yeah. shows where there's pay, so they get paid while they're suspended. Right. He broke it down like you hired this guy under this, like these people that are involved with these shootings that kill these people. They're not like he broke all this down. And these are things that he brought up. Like, this is happening with the LAPD. Mm-hmm. The person that's involved with this Rodney King beating, y'all don't know it, but he's promoted to this position now. Like, these people are getting promoted for what they're doing. You're not stopping them, and they're on. This is happening because of you guys not stopping them. And it's like, it's only getting worse. So now, he's like, I gotta put it in my hands. He, he killed, like, this one judge's daughter. Oh, no. No, he wow. popped off. He told him it was gonna happen. Like, the people won't, but he told him, the people you love are gonna pay for this, you're gonna pay for this, don't come for me. I know all the stuff. He said, y'all aren't intelligent enough to come for me. And he did He did a standoff. He did help. You got to look at this guy. But a lot of people, when I went to his YouTube page and read the manifesto and saw the stuff, there's so many people that's like, unfortunately, saying, okay, this guy stood. So, God, buddy, like, when you break down his whole thing, what triggered this guy? Because all this could have been stopped before he got there. And so I think he killed, I definitely know he killed a, ju- a judge's daughter and her boyfriend. It was something that put people that he restrained easily, tied up, was like, y'all not going to die. Boom, boom, boom. Like, just do what I'm telling you to do. You ain't going to die because you're, you're in a, it's a battlefield that's going on and you ain't in this war. You ain't done the wrong way. So I just want to throw that name out there because once Dave Chappelle said somebody, everybody wanted to listen and check this guy. But sometimes you just gotta find stuff on your own. I didn't find it. Dave Chappelle didn't pull me to it. 
Um, let me get off that because that's something that everybody who's on this or just hearing this need to do their research and find out. His name is Chris something. He was very highly decorated officer. He served, he did everything, but he kept getting reprimanded. Every time he brought something, they, they slapped him. They slapped him every time he kept telling them this and this and that, and they just kept slapping and demoting him. You know what I'm saying? But the other people that he kept telling them about, they didn't do nothing to him. And as a guy who served him in that, where his mental was at, he snapped. Yeah. He snapped. I, I, I will say that. Um, Brian, I'm going to tell a story. I need you to give this, okay? All right. We're talking seventh grade Brian, fifth grade Jeff. <laughs> Can't wait to hear this one. Jeff with the crisscross dreads and got in trouble. Okay. Um. Yeah, you didn't know I. Oh, no, you missed I was, that I part. I literally thought I was drinking Hawaiian. No, no, you missed that part. Oh, my bad. The the, the, the punch got something in it, bro. Oh. The punch definitely got something. I'm glad you asked that, bro. You're a little bit too late. You about an hour too late to ask that. But that's how it's smooth. You ain't feel it. You you asked that. It's really good. I mean, for, for you, Dan, why this? It's really tasty. Delicious cold beverage. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Bruh, you sipping it too? Oh, yeah, I okay. mean, I, I didn't think so because Brian was yeah, drinking it. <laughs> but Brian tricked me. If Brian drinking it, it's safe. See, that oh, shows the type of reputation Brian has. Oh, if Brian drinking it, everybody drinks. All right, Brian, so. All right, so we are not Forge Ridge. We are Wadsworth Hills at that time. We're staying at Carriage House. Living on St. Matthew. No, that was Dover Road at that time. 1434 Dover Road Street. Throwing it back. Brian, this is why. And, oh, my God. I want to have your heart. All right. Because all the trouble, fights, whatever they know, Jeff keeps keep getting in trouble. I don't want you around Jeff. So many people, I, I don't blame any parent to Don't play with Jeff. Don't go out with Jeff. I don't know what it is that I want to know to this day live on Facebook, man. Um, when you're told, and many times I prank call, I ain't gonna lie, I prank call this house a couple times. <laughs> I ain't had nothing, I just, I was just in all types of shit. I was just a young kid though, but that's where the world going. Look at what, look at the guy now goes to the principal's office more times than he can remember more times than anybody. I get paid to go to the principal's office now. Every time I speak to a principal, I'm making money now. I'm, I'm going to feel myself right quick. I'm going to go ahead and hype myself up right quick because again, I'm going to say you never know what God's going to do with you. No, I'm going to say that right now. Who knew that the cat was that was a fool that had to go to the principal's office? You pay, I am paid to visit schools. I talk to superintendents I talk to principals, I go visit cities, I fly to a city that I pick and visit 50, 60 schools, and the first person I walk to is the principal, I give gifts, I meet people, and we, it, it is what it is, I don't care, I will probably, I don't want to say how many students that benefit from me talking to a principal, how many thousands of students that don't know who I am that benefit from me talking to your principal, okay? That's my, I'm gonna blame it on this, on this, uh, uh, there it is. 
All right, I'm gonna feel myself real quick. But then, but then, listen to this though. I'm gonna paint this vision, okay? Anybody that lives on St. Matthew's Lane, 1434, Dover Road, there's a hill. Reverend Snotty lived there. Tim Fallon lived there. Tyra Young, you know, we go live. You gotta go up this hill. I remember this cat, Brian. No matter what, man. Parent, mom told him not to play. Don't. I remember he would sneak and be my friend. So the mate, I don't know. Just think back this. I remember when it was time for him to leave. Brian, I remember him running up this hill. He had to get back to his house. We lived in the same neighborhood, but he was like down the street and three more streets over. What's the name of your street, Brian? Yorkshire. Yorkshire, okay. So you got Yorkshire, Quartermaster, all this, all these other streets, right? Brian, I just remember, and people say, yo, I've seen Brian running. Brian got to run. Brian leaving. Brian run up this hill. Got to go up this hill. Brian will make it home, right? I don't blame anybody's mom. And it's some of even when I was like older, some people were like, you know, I don't like, don't, you don't need to be around Jeff or whatever. I deserved it. But Brian, for the first time in our friend, our years of friendship, I want to ask you, man, what made you keep being my friend? What made you see me even though you were not allowed or supposed to see Jeff? You were not supposed to go down. You were not supposed to see Jeff. Talk to me, bro. What I saw was pretty much a kindred spirit. Somebody who's just like me, into the same stuff as me, video games, especially video games, comic book characters, movies, and you know, just um, like a um, a brother, a brother from another mother. That was before people started saying a brother from from another mother. I want you to realize, Brian, you so tall. I got to arch that mic up, dog. I ain't never had nobody this tall. But I'm glad you're saying that because I'm getting more feet on my. Okay, before the term brother from another mother, what you just said was that, Brian. I mean. I don't know what to say, man. I don't know how to thank you for being my friend all these years later. But when you when you realize you got that type of friendship, Brian, a lot of what I've achieved, a lot of my popularity, a lot of things were you was right there, a part of it. You didn't have to say you was a shy, tall giant, man. But I don't know how to say if Pierce has a friend. Or I tell uh, some people have friends that they don't need to have their friends because they're not out for their best interest or they're in trouble. How do you break the difference between this is a good person and this is somebody that's, you know, I don't know what to say, Brian. It's just, I, I, I just, I, you know what? I can never take the picture out of my head of you playing with me, dog. You being my friend. I'm going to thank you for that. It means the world to me. I don't even know how we. We are what we are right now because, shoot, man, you weren't supposed to be my friend, bro. I don't blame your mom at that time saying, dude, you don't, you know, don't play with Jeff. I've heard that a million, million times, but you didn't listen to it, bro. And I, I thank you for that. I thank you for that. I never, I, I don't get it, but I just wanted to ask you, man. Wow. Y'all let me know when Jeff's done beating himself up. <laughs> I'm not I'm not done beating myself up, but this this right here, uh this right here just 
I just remember Brad as a kid, he run down that street. Yeah, I had to haul ass when my mom got home. That was the main thing. I had to watch that, watch that, that clock work. Yeah. <laughs> watch that clock. Close to 5.30. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I ain't give a holler at you. He did, man. <laughs> he did, man. And when it was time to hang out, I had a million one um, excuses. Like, come on, hang out with Sutton. So I'm going to go to such and such a place. Um, I always had um, all these different um, lies and excuses of, of um, telling my mom something. Just um, to hang out with my own butt, my best friend. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to switch yours. All right. Hold up. This one is picking Dan up. I want to see what happens. Put that right there. All right, all right, y'all. Say something, bro. Yeah, but all right, that one is fine. What the hell is Hold on. One more thing. All right, y'all. Y'all had to go through that, but let me hear. Dan, Dan got it. Dan on the mic. All right, so, bro, how does that work, man? Like, I mean, I'm still gonna beat myself up, but because Brian, I mean, with my kid. When Pierce Brady gets older, he got a friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, as weird as if he still continues to be somebody's friend and he shouldn't be friends with, I don't even know how to play that, man. Thanks to you. Didn't make any sense, but I mean, we did. We went to Jolly Time, we went to the mall, we went to the movies, video games and the movie. And eventually, man, your mom was like, I guess these dudes are gonna be friends till they die, man. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing I can do. And Jimmy, Jimmy. <laughs> Mrs. Dixon, man, she's amazing. I love her. I see her doing I got to give her a hug. I mean, she's just a wonderful lady, man. And I mean, you know, we wrote to school together. Me, you, sometimes we ride with Blair. Yep. I mean, Brown lived next to Shamir, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Brown lived next to Shamir and Blair on the same street, but Brown had it going on. Wait a minute. Omar and Otis was next to you. Omar, Omar was, was on, on the same street. No, Omar was at the top of the hill? No, Omar was on quartermaster. Yeah, but, but Otis Allen was on your street. No, Otis, Otis was on quartermaster too. Okay. Yeah, Brian. And, and Ty, Ty was. Brian. Ty had, was on same. Ty, Ty was oh. on mine. We're Robin Brewer. She was on your street. Yeah, she was on my street. Brian had the street. <laughs> Everybody here in this. You got Brian. Listen, we had Wadsworth here. Brian wrote to school every day. Every day. Shamir's his next door neighbor. Blair is five more houses down. And right next to Blair was Robin. And then at the top was April. No, you got to go to the next room, but it crossed over. But yeah, April Thomas was uh, St. Matthew's Lane. Mm-hmm. But you got to, if you go to the end of his street, it end at April Thomas' house. Yep. Yep. Brian living a good life, man, at a young age, dog. Brian. But that, that, was, that was it. I mean, that, that was it. But, but hey, Wadsworth Hills was that deal, dog. I was, I was in the apartments. You was in Autumn Chase or Carrot Car- I was in Autumn Chase. When you we, was in Autumn Chase? Yeah, yeah I remember I that. I didn't know he lived in Autumn Chase. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I was kidding. That's how y'all met me and my brother. No, sir. He was in Autumn Chase. He was in Autumn Chase when? This was like 80, 80, 80, 89 something. 88, 89. That's wait, wait, wait. He's wait. So he didn't walk home for Dorma with me, Dennis, Tyrone, Aaron, all us. Why was it Jesse Fogo? I don't go walk with Dorma. Okay, so y'all got the house. So y'all went in the house in high school. Y'all already had a house there. No. When we, when we first moved to South Carolina. Yes. We started at, at home. 
called him Chase. Okay. So my brother, my oldest brother, right? He used to take us to the um, Dollar Movie. Okay. And it still exists. Yes, right across the street but from there. He met Joe. And then he met he met you. Yep. He met Omar, April, and all them. I met. The I whole. think I met Cedric, Kurt, Kurt Nash, Cedric mm-hmm. Miller, all yes. them. And you know everybody cares at the Murphys. Yeah, I believe it was at Carriage House. Who the hell I meet you? You you been met me, but it was like <laughs> it was weird because you started hanging with Earth. Antoine. That's late then, bro. That's, That's late. It. Okay, I get what you're saying now. We okay, all made I get what you're saying now. Okay, I, I get what you're saying. Because I knew. Uh, but damn, you went to Fair Forest, though. Yes, I did. Okay. I went to Fair Forest. I know you. We did. God dang, this is messed you up. You knew everybody, including the people from Bowling Springs. Right, I went to both high schools, and I remember people would skip class at Norman and come meet me at Bowling Springs. I and was one of them. I mean, you know you did not. Yeah, I used to hang with Antoine. Antoine. You did not go to the pet rally when I told them when they skipped. We used to meet because Antoine drove like an idiot. Antoine, oh my Antoine god, drove, we did a hundred through the back road. Oh my god, Valley, I was up the Valley Falls. Up the Valley Falls, he would do a hundred. Dude, it, once I transferred to Bowling Springs, everybody for dormant eight, dog. It was like the best thing. Yeah. For Dorman, when Jeff Wilson went to book, all right, y'all got to come over here, dog. All y'all got to come over here and see how this shit is. This is but hey, why y'all delinquents was doing that. I was staying in school and trying to get that early dismissal. I got early dismissal somehow. I'll tell somebody I don't get this. Thank God the world ain't like this now. But I'm gonna peep this. Okay, let me go ahead and make this. Whoever heard of the principal now? Shame on you. Okay. <laughs> when I was at Dorman. I was ISS all day, every day. I'm going to tell you the truth. Right now, one of my classes was ISS. I'm going to make this announcement. I'm going to tell you right now, I had a period where they said, don't go to class, just go to ISS. Oh, my <laughs> on my son's name, on my mama name, on my dad, on my dead dad and brother name. Go just go to ISS for this period. Okay? I never would have made it out of dorm. Thank God I got the courage to say, all right, I got to go. I got the trip. I'm going to go to Bowling Springs. Because I never would have made it out. I never would have made it with the education. I, it just, it wouldn't have worked. Thank God. I never would have made it out the route I was going. Dorm is just, that's for a dormant university. We had riots and every goddamn thing else. Okay? Sure did. All right. So, I go to Bowling Springs. And, and this is how fucked up District 2 is versus District 6. I hope it's changed since then. I get there with the classes I took. Like, you know you can get the early dismissal here. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you you mean? Yes, you you can you got early dismissal here because you took all this at dormant. I'm like, holy ain't no fucking way, right? Mm. So I go here and okay, like, so I'm not good at football. But they're like, okay, you play football in dormant? Yeah, I play football in dormant. Never played. I quit playing football in dormant because I kept getting in trouble and they kept making me run for all the shit that I did in the classroom. I quit football because they're like, y'all ain't gonna make me run laps and make me suffer after every practice. Y'all teachers ain't gonna use these coaches to fix my behavior. So fuck you and fuck these coaches. I quit. So I never played football at dormant. I was going to, but I was on the team, but I quit because they start punishing me 
after school for that. The teachers found out, hey, we know how to make this shit work. So we got you. Ha ha. Fuck y'all. I'm gonna work. So, all right. So I didn't have that going. So I went to ROTC. ROTC in the house. Gerald TC. Shout out to Sammy Brown. All right. So here we have. So I go to I go to dormant. I mean, I, I transfer when I leave. And I go there and I'm like, oh my God. So the fact that they thought I was going to be some great player, football player, which I happen to be good at what I did, but I wasn't no star at all. We already had that talk two episodes ago of the shit that happened because of football and the trends that were out there. Fuck that. If y'all want to call it out, call it I'll give you all the smoke on that. But everything we said on that podcast, we hear and the people that listen, they was chimed in. Not one person said, call bullshit, so holla at you what. So, all right, here we go. So go to Bowling Springs, and I'm like, oh my God, this is your ISS? I go to ISS at Bowling Springs. I'm like, shit, <laughs> is this ISS? I would do this every, are you shit, me? This is better than regular school? You mean I get to still eat lunch with everybody? You mean, basically what you do is, you have a stage in the lunchroom, and you put a curtain behind it, and we get to eat and we get to be here, but we get to go out and have lunch. You remember ISS at Dorman by Seaweed? By the band room? You ain't leave that prison. You was lucky if you was the dude when Miss Dodd said, who's going to get the lunch? If you was the dude that raised your hand and she got to send you, you go to the cafeteria to bring the box that had everybody food. That was the luckiest move that you the dude of the day if you got to be the person to go get the lunch because they didn't see you at ISS at Dorman with them cute. You remember, uh, you never went to ISS, did you? At Dormant. I'm so proud of y'all. Well, they had cubicles that look like these COVID cubicles, but instead of them being clear, them motherfuckers was wood. I, I'm going to be honest with everybody that went to Dormant around my time frame. Um, look, mama, you work to go to ISS. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with y'all because I did stupid stuff. Everybody in my everybody in my circle did stupid stuff. But you have to earn ISS. Don't Nobody say that, Dan. No, you have to earn it. Don't yeah, say that, Dan. Don't say that, I man. Mean, like, I mean, you know how many times J-Man threatened to shoot me? Well, not shoot me. I'll put my in that. Nah, man. I, <laughs> look, all you had to do at Dorman was sit in on BS classes. And if you got early dismissal like I used to do, I just went back. I just went to work. Dude, it was principals that couldn't wait for me to get there. They already knew about me. They was like, I'm a straight man. I, I can't wait for Jeff to come to Dorman. He coming <laughs> to me. They heard all about me before we got there. Jeff come to Dorman. I got Hey, I ain't gonna lie. I may get a lot of flap in the city for this one, but hey, if you went to Dorman around my time frame and you ended up at ISS, you work for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> you work for that shit. You Damn it, Dan. You could have just left. You could have just left school. Even I did it before. And went and go got something to eat. I used to leave and go get Waffle House. You leave and go get Chick Fil A. Hell, I even worked at Chick Fil A. I just just leave. Y'all Chick Fil A boys <laughs> were wild. Y'all Chick Fil A boys were wild. Just leave. Like, you know, Brian. Brian, let, let me ask you this, man. All right. Being single, going out to these events you go to. Um, mm-hmm. Give me, give me, give me some game on that. What what are you feeling? What did you experience? Give me your worst. Well, fuck this. I'm gonna end this one right now, quick, because I want you to relay on what is it like being single and going out on these dates. How's this journey been for you? Don't be short with it. I need the scary and the good. 
right, we had another 30 minute. We got one more march. We got another 30 minute segment, and then I'm gonna do an extra. I'm gonna give y'all some bonus. All right, let me shout out Top Flight. You already know the Salt Cage. You already know Doug Print Light. You already know Mobile 27 Cigar Lounge. Why man, get that merch, man? Why y'all not getting these shirts? Y'all need anything you can think of. I can put Waterman I'm here on the podcast. On it. I got an excellent merch team. As we grow, like I said, this is episode not supposed to be. I'm not even gonna put a number. I'm just gonna call it episode bonus. Cause I was supposed to go to a stop and then take this break. But I got these two guys here, Brian's in town. So we had to get down and make it happen. So uh before I go on, I'm gonna say Y'all ain't gonna know what this means, but I'm gonna throw some bullshit out. It's uh, Dan need to come out with another Magnolia uh, mixtape at the train station. I keep telling this guy, I don't think he got it in him. I don't even want him to say that. He ain't got another Magnolia mix in him. Matter of fact, I'll go mix for mix with his ass. He come with a Magnolia mix CD of just good songs as a hit. 13 songs for 13 songs. I think I can take him out. He ain't supposed to say that because I'm about to go on break. But I'm throwing that out. Brian, Dan used to make these mixtapes, these mix CDs that had the train station on them and a picture of him. And he put some random songs on there. He stopped doing that shit. And I've been told that you need to bring the mixtape out. And he quit. I need that volume too. He ain't do it. So if you ever see a dude named Dan, you still got the Wu-Tang symbol in front of the uh in front of the Mazda. Okay, he got the Wu-Tang sign in front of the Mazda. And I'll let everybody know if you see that Wu-Tang is Dan. He pulled out, let him know. What's up with the Magnolia? What's what what was it called? Magnolia Express. Magnolia Express. Yes, all I'm gonna say. All of that, we get another part. Here we go. All right, so talk about your, your okay, talk about, I'm going to ask you something, and you describe it, and tell me how it went. All right. Silent party. They just not getting silent parties here, so Brian, silent party, breaking down somebody who's been going to silent parties for like 10 years ago. Y'all just up on this shit. He been there, baby. Break down the silent party. How to get that? All right. Straight up, never been to a silent party. I heard about it. I was always interested, but I never went to one. Straight up. Okay. Lock and key. Now what? Lock and key. It's kind of a... Lock and key is pretty dope. It's interesting. You're going to get some... um, For the most part, you're going to get some women who really want to date. And you're going to get some women who are going to be in some um some BS. Not going to lie. But also, men can be on the BS too. What you mean they want to be on BS, bro? Some of them be up there being a whole marriage. So I'm playing like they're single, cause it happened to me one time. Okay. What you? Okay, okay. I get, I get what you're getting at with the BS. But here, but here's just what I want though. All right. Damn it, BS though. I mean, right now. Okay. What a lot of kicks. I want Brian to get in the details. He ain't want to say it, so I'm gonna go ahead and say it. <laughs> lock and key parties are where you get a group of guys and a group of girls. One got a, they got these bracelets or these necklaces, okay? Somebody got a lock on them, and then these guys got these keys, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. You're right. Okay, so you go up to random people, mm-hmm. and you turn the key. Yep. Are they compatible? What are they based? Are they based off your questions? If it's compatible, and then it's a lock, or is it just a random 
It's just it's just random. All right, y'all heard it here. Break it down. Give me some more. Well, you could either have game or you could not have game. And my um, I how I went, and how my, my approach to it was, you know, just be myself. Don't come up with no game. But um, sometimes the conversation be um short and simple. But um, I just work from what um what I'm good at, like talking about movies and video games and stuff around Georgia. Because by then I started um going to little um little panel discussions on relationships and things of that nature. And sometimes the conversation be so good, we get to that point where we exchange numbers and other times, not so much. But it was just, for me, it was just about the experience and just getting comfortable talking to women again and getting that confidence up because my confidence was shot after my divorce. Okay. And, I, and I needed that just okay. to get my feet wet. Dan, ask this. I'm going to ask you this about Brian. I can't wait. Give me the honest answer. I can't wait. It got to be a PJ, dog. I need you to lean up, dog, because you got. I need them to hear this voice on this one. Well, first of all, I'm going to get the mic. No, I, I need, because I, I want you to clip your voice like mine. I haven't met too many people like mine that right. when they speak, this, 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 this analog thing moves. Some people, like, I'd be playing with those electronic globes. It seemed like if you speak in a room, who voice make the globe light up? Right. Minds can do it. If I would, and like other people say, and they can be closer and they don't make the thing light up. Right. Your voice makes it like I can be as far back as I am and I'm getting too yellow. You're like the third person I see, well, really the second, that can easily make you go to yellow. That's rare. Oh. Um, Alright. So if Brian went to one of these events, right? Right. I told the chick all about that life. She wanted to go from start to finish. Finisher and closer and starter. She was about that action. What would Brian do if the girl was about that action off the first? Like, he go to one of these singles and she wanted that action. Would Brian close the deal or would, what would he do? Answer for him. What would he do? Honestly, I think he'll, um, he'll close the deal. Oh, Brian! <laughs> the, the only reason why I say that because he's done it before. What you mean? No, off the first? Off the rip? No, no, not off the rip. No, I said off the rip. He goes to one of these shindigs and won't want that action off the rip. Oh, well, I oh, said off the rip, Dan. Off the, I mean, off the rip. As of right now, the Brian that we know. The Brian right, that's sitting right, right here, here across the Brian, Yes, he will He'll close that deal off the rip. He'll, he'll close it because he has battle experience. He's been on the field. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. You know, I mean, it ain't like he's a newbie. Well, I feel he ain't no Ruby, he ain't no newbie no more. No Dude, no we don't put some hours in here. We don't put some work. We don't put some investment in Brian. We too many people. No, he me and that. you don't put some work into this cat, dog. Hey, but he living in the A. He, uh, I, uh, so? I go to the A and I just look around. I get confused sometimes. What the hell is this? I already said that. We already been that done it. Brian will close the deal if a girl says she wants to get down on get down. Brian hey, will hey. close that thing up. Yeah, he'll close it. He'll close it. You I hear can't. that? You hear that faith in you, bro? I'm with you. I want him to answer for you. So, Brian, you go to these out, you go to these places, you're going on these dates and these mix. Brian is now in charge of a mixer. Like, he's doing mixing. Yeah, they don't understand, Brian, when it took for him to finally go out and start dating, to start meeting and mingling, to now he connects with, like, owners of cafes and restaurants to have a brunch with singles. And he goes, he like, I got this date. I'm going to this poetry thing. 
going to this thing. For the first time, I'm gonna ask you this. Mm-hmm. I never done this. I always do it locally. Then I want you to shout out on it too. Okay, for Atlanta, mm-hmm. I'm going out. Give me your favorite spot to take the lady out to on a date. I have to go with the spot that I'm gonna get a little, maybe get a little bite to eat. Um, cafe, um, Cats Cafe. Cats Cafe. Cats Cafe, you heard that. What we eating, what's the best thing on the menu? Your uh, favorite thing. My favorite thing is the pizza. Got a little pepperoni, um, steak, ham. That sounds pretty good. Mm. No, it's kind of like a little personal pan pizza, but you can get full off of it. What oh. you, what, 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 what's up What's up there? Like, you going there for brunch, you going there for dinner, when you going there? It's gonna be like from dinner, not my brunch spot. They got oh. night entertainment or what? Yeah, that's the spot where you go. They have some open mic nights and they have some um poetry. Like, mm-hmm. So what's up with you in the poetry? You not being in the poetry. You love taking. You love yeah. setting up the poetry. I'm about to use. He use a poets for bait. <laughs> what's up with that, Brian? What's up with you in the poetry? Why you not taking to the poetry spot, Brian? Yes, yeah, sure, sure. I haven't took me to the poetry spot in a long time because. Um, COVID, I get that, but yeah. why you always take him to the poetry spot? Why? What's up with that thing? It comes up in conversation. This nigga be using poetry to get him in the game. Hey, can I say something right quick? What's uh, up? Or some, hey, I don't like using this type of terminology. Oh, some real nigga shit. Hey, yo. All men need to hear this. If you really like a girl and y'all just starting out, hey, the bullshit you need to feed her you take her to the best food spot that you know of I don't care if it's high what end what you mean hell no end. I disagree uh, no I don't care hey okay you don't know if these girls or not you don't know the girl no 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 you can't take to some scaly way you meet on a, on a Instagram or Google or something okay okay not any scaly way if there's a girl that you really like it is a woman that Keyword, you thank God you oh, said I'm that. Sorry, right. I need to clear that up, Okay, because I'm going to say, sorry, yeah. America. Because you sound like you were talking about a pull-up. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> a what? A pull-up. A pull-up? A pull-up on something. You know what? When you meet a Tumblr, a Bumble, any of these apps. Are you talking about a smashing dash? Like, a a pull-up on them, yeah. Nah, nigga, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, I'm glad you said somebody you like, but you didn't say that that verse. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, America. If you're listening, I'm sorry. Spotify, all the other 10 major oh. apps out there, Applecaster, Broadcaster, all this shit, Dan, and just, Dan don't know. <laughs> 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 hey, yo, it's the, it's the punch, man. It's the punch. Just punch well, special, if, if you meet a woman that you like, yo, take her to the best food spot that you know of. Like, if it's pizza or Mexican or if it's okay. Thai, Chinese. Like I took when she, when she was my girlfriend at the time, all I did was take it to the eat spots. And then we would I was poor. I was changing oil for a living at a time. I was poor as shit. <laughs> but you made it work though. I made it work. Okay. I'll I'll have a half a tank of gas. I would drive down and go see like, hey, we can go get some pizza. What's better, cooking for a woman or taking her out to the best place? Well, can you cook? I mean, That's if you can you cook, know. somebody can still help you or come up prepared. It still look, but if you can cook, okay. if you can work your if way, you, you got you got to find your go-to. Put like this: if you can't cook, everybody can't cook. 
got to figure out what they go to and find out one thing they can cook. Everybody, any person that can't say, I can't make a salad. You can't fuck up a salad. Well, I'm not feeding a woman that I really like. You said that you really like. If I really like her, I'm going to give away. She I bet really these women going to disagree with you and be like, if you tell them you go cook for them and make this girl you like, I, I'm going to cook for you, baby. I, I want to make you what you like. I'm going to make you a pasta. Oh, hell no, I ain't doing
where it's a scary movie with Ken Pell on some Negro spiritual. That's all his. All this mumbling bullshit. I ain't with it. He's whack. Because you know what? Because Jay Z said, I'm going to let you produce and control your own destiny. That was the smartest thing. No, that it ain't. Because yeah, then, because even Kanye don't, don't, don't produce his own stuff. People who are real, they don't even, they don't even want to produce stuff because you have to go to other venues because you can't do the same. You can't do, you can't produce your own album. You cannot. You get what happened with Jay, with J. Cole. What's the difference between this album and all lives of fur? You get this Negro spiritual. And then you get him. Canada. Canada. I'm about to sit down and listen to that album. I haven't heard hey, it yet. It's a, it's a, there's three tracks on that album. Like, he said I, three. I, I did say that. At I, least you I, said three. I, I literally said I didn't think it was going to be able to wreck my car. Yeah, three things for me. Three, three, three out of what? So so that when we go by a good album? If you got I three out of like I say 18 it was a good tracks? Album. Did I say it was a good album? Okay. No, I did not. Okay, so three out, three tracks out of an album now. And J. Cole, all I'm saying is he's lyrical, he's gifted. He's talented. Okay. I'm not taking this talent, but watch this. If you put J. Cole in our era, 96 era, in a hip-hop group where he can, he can pitch last every average. song, he would, like, I just think he, he was meant to average. be. But, but I'm saying this, he should be in a hip-hop group. Some people are made for groups. No, he's made to be on his own. Because no, no, he's there's, only, there's only one problem, yo. You talking about J. Cole at that manner. I never thought that J. Cole was whack. I just thought that his last album wasn't that great. I don't think now, he's whack. I don't think he's only, whack. There's only one person to me, and he's from Detroit. I really like this guy. Elza. Damn, how did you figure that out? Because I'm a, I'm a hip-hop. Listen, let, let me go tell myself. I'm about that life, baby. I'm about that hip-hop life, baby. How did you know I was going to see Elza? Because, because Crafton knows crafted but i'm gonna say this you still can't slip on royce now royce is beefing with lupe you hearing any of that mm-hmm. wait, wait a minute ain't lupe from chicago lupe yeah. fucking up and lupe royce fucking is, up um, what, what, is what is lupe doing detroit right bro what is lupe but, from but you gotta see how it stemmed up but, and lupe they're old they're, they're old up. they're outdated no but, but outdated. royce still royce is still there no, Lupe don't lost his goddamn mind right now. Your boy, yeah. I always said Lupe don't lost his mind. Lupe been on his way. When he did that he song did. about dinosaurs, he lost it then. You uh, hear the song about dinosaurs and fossils? This month, this month we did a song about dinosaurs and fossils. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. Let's, let's keep it sane. How do y'all feel about logic? I ain't with him. I don't mess with logic. I don't fuck with logic. I like. Him. A lot of people do. But he wants to make sure you know that his he's he's a mixed breed. But well, yeah. if he don't brag it, no, you ain't gotta brag it. Every song, my mama, my mama, I'm from mixed breed. I thought I was just a uh, every fucking listen. Every, not, every I'm done. Song. No, every song. It's not every song. Every song. Then every song. He wants you to know that my dad was a slave. My mom was. Every song. 
I'm a mixed breed. I'm a mixed breed. I'm a mixed. I don't want to hear you. If I hear that nigga say mixed breed one more time, I'm gonna kill myself. And my son yourself. ain't gonna have no daddy. Don't put that on that. Look, if I if we had to drink a shot of this PJ every time that he said he was a mixed breed, we'd be fucked up by the fifth song. I didn't. I, okay, maybe I was paying attention. Pay attention. I, 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 bring it as a. I'm gonna bring it down. I'm telling you so you don't have to take this challenge because I love to have a reason okay. to take more. Okay, my favorite. I'm a mixed breed. I'm a mixed breed. If you want to come on my favorite rapper, he already knows his I name. I said crafting. He already knows his name. So we talking about crafting. Say it. Redman. Close. I'm with you. That ain't mad at No, no, no. I ain't close. Starts with a P. Fair much. Nope. Not Fonte. Fonte? I ain't got nothing against Fonte, no, but he got to come back. Fonte got to run. Can you go ahead and speak on this? Speak on behalf of me. Fonte got to come back harder to get more relevant. No, Fonte got to make a comeback. Fonte like Eric Robertson got to make a comeback. Fonte got to make a comeback. You know, Eric, Eric Rob, cool with me. But I, the reason why I like Fonte is that as soon as he came into hip hop, when I was already big in hip hop, and then when his style t- started to change, oh, my Drake star, stole that from him. Drake stole that from him. No, I'm with you. Drake stole everything he got from him. I think what happened was sad. I Drake did it first. No, because because little brother put Drake on with them. You didn't know that? Mm-hmm. I thought it was. I thought it was. No, story. sir. No, sir. It was a no. Brother? Listen, yeah. you were talking to. The, oh. I'm here to argue podcast, and this is my wild, my wild moment. Every episode, I like to have a wild moment, and I, I just got a wild. You yeah. didn't know them boys from Raleigh, Night Wonder, all them put put Jay up, uh, put Drake on. They did it first. Don't you have a man? Why are you trying to be my girl? I can't. When you listen to Fonte's, when you listen to Fonte's style, there's a lot of Drake in there. Wait a minute. So Drake didn't go to Young Money first. No, you gotta understand how long it takes for people. People don't understand how long. Even in Toronto, how do do you not? But do you not understand how many rappers and iconic rappers do we listen to? By the time we get to them. They own they what third, fourth label. Oh, okay. you gotta understand the grind of anybody. Like you know the grind of any. By I, the time I, I just didn't know he he dealt with Justice League before he went to Young Money. Way yeah, they cut his. Dang, they never did no song though. Um, Dude, but they from Raleigh. You gotta think about this. We talking North Carolina yeah. versus when you go to Young Money. Ain't nobody like. Think about how many people you say you heard a Rhapsody, but they all heard a Nicki Minaj. Yeah, well, Rhapsody, she was. But but I'm just saying in general, if you go to a but but but, I, but I'm saying if you go to a random person, but you heard a Rhapsody, no. But how many millions of people know who Nicki Minaj? Is? Like I'm saying, you're comparing Cash Money to the whole Riley scene. Young Money. I thought you went to Young Money. Yeah, Young Not Money. Cash yeah, money. yeah. I mean, Young Money. You get what I'm saying? I'm, it's, it's the PJ. This PJ got all the fuck. No, I'll, I'll, make, I'll make sure we are talking about two different companies, bro. Right? Bro, Young Money is. I'm saying totally, right totally now. Separate. Yeah. I'm saying right and now. He went straight to Young Money, not Cash. He was never with he never Little Brother. He, he was never he with Little Brother either. He got but he tore, and he, that's who first gave him, gave him his shot. I'm a huge Little Brother fan. I did not know that he was dealing with uh, the Justice League. You heard him talk yeah. about doing songs with uh, Jay Dilla and Knight and all of them at a long no, time ago. Dilla, Dilla was his own little entity. He was right, with right, Tommy. right. Like Dilla was dealing with the high end. So you can't. No, you don't give everybody some love, though. Yes, he did. Because but Knife Wonder, 
is he, you gotta think we gotta give our prop to Knife Wonder. He been from the bottom. He deal with all the scaly waves to the top. Like Knife Wonder doing Jay Z, man. He dealing with little brother. He deal with every. Well, I, 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 like, I felt like that was smart. I felt like that was smart. But the way that Dilla did, even though Dilla had a um, what he had a terminal illness. Yeah, he, he did. He had a terminal illness, and he dealt with everybody. I he mean, did. and then Knife Wonder took it, like you said, to that same song and dealt with everybody. Dude, but once Knife Wonder got that song with Beyonce, it killed. Nah. It, it took it to a whole nother level. When he did that song with Beyonce, it took it to a whole nother level. Because, he Beyonce? because he oh, did I mean, that song it, with Beyonce. Think about this. If y'all ever heard the story when Khaled said, when Beyonce wanted that fucking beat, Khaled sound like that bootleg, like when, when the queen called for one of your beats, that song, I got the keys, 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 right? You got to go to YouTube and hear Khaled say what happened when he brought a beat to Jay-Z. And the queen said, they, the way the language was like, Jay-Z was like, give him the beat, go back, we don't use Like, the way you hear the story, if you ever get to YouTube, what happened when Beyonce picked the beat? And she liked it. He gave a beat to Jay-Z. I got the keys, keys, keys. Callow wasn't ready for that. He gave it to Jay-Z. They was like, the queen likes it. The queen likes it. Okay, we good. He gave him the beat. He didn't know Jay-Z liked it. They said, queen likes it. You good. We'll call you later. Boom, boom. The queen decides to go on like, I don't know if it's the BET Awards or what awards. Callow didn't even got everything cleared on it. They get ready to go on the award show and bring this song out. Khaled is calling. That's why I say people don't understand the patience what it takes in the game to make it. Khaled is calling everybody like, we got to get the set. We got to get everything fucking The queen is my feel like. He didn't even hear what they doing. The queen just said she liked it. You know that's how Shy High got made? Shy High the Prince? Yeah. Shy High played the beat. Whoever Jay-Z, whoever kind of, they didn't like, they, they didn't care about it. But he, he left, he was gone. The song was playing. After they already basically didn't want to fool with it or whatever. Beyonce was like, who the fuck beat is this? Because when she did Coachella, I be getting to the money. Everybody, you gotta understand, when B says, okay, when Beyonce, I hate to, I'm not a fan of B, but her power is very mighty. She was like, like the song was on after he already gone left ain't got nothing doing shit y'all need to sign this motherfucker right here Shy High made it because of Beyonce Jay Z didn't sign it because he was gonna turn Beyonce said y'all need to y'all need to sign this motherfucker right here true story if I don't if you can YouTube a video get an interview I can't tell you where I got that from but I know for a fact Beyonce heard the Shy High to beat after he already gone and left he, he left a recording like there when he left because he went to do a track or do a beat or whatever he left and left that beat on Beyonce came in at the studio heard it was like y'all need to bring this motherfucker back here true story but yes so I'm telling you right now penmanship Conway the Machine got the best pen I told Brian that crafting Conway Conway got the best pen right now. You put him on someone. Eminem found a diamond in the rough. And the reason I'm saying this is nobody was fucking with Buffalo ever in New York. You had Wu Tang and all of them. Nobody touched Buffalo. He don't put. He's the closest thing we had to Wu Tang. Them Buffalo boys are wild. 
You can put them on the track with anybody, and you better bring your best game because they will they will murder you like, on the track. Like talking, just, just right. Yeah. No, no. As a rapper, as a recording. Oh, okay. Have you did you have you heard the song him and M? Method Man got the got the verse of the year, and I played that for Brian. That song Lemonade. You can't play if you walk into a studio halfway with Conway. You better bring your best, cause he can run with M. He can run with. It. I see why Eminem signed him. Okay, here's the thing about we're talking about rappers and writers. I said craft as a whole. Craft. I mean, being able to rap and actually articulate your words in the proper manner is one thing. However, the one thing that always gets me is when you hear about writers. You're know, like Gilly. I heard he was right. Okay, Gilly and, the kid. He's yeah. good. Um. I don't know who wrote for Puffy. I don't know who. Everybody wrote for Puffy, but that's oh, good. You you being a good artist is fine. That's yeah, yeah, a talent yeah. in itself. Yeah, that is a talent within itself, but being able to write now, his question was um, Kanye a writer? I said Conway. No, I'm asking, is Kanye a writer? I don't know. Nah, I know he's, a, he's, more a, of a he's, he's, a, he's a creative mind. He's a, he's a genius, but I'm not saying he's a crafter, but Come, Kanye is great. He's a great. I get. I, I got two different brackets: recording artist and a rapper or a crafter. Right. Like Rick Ross, I'm not saying he's a good writer, but guess what? Recording is wise, he a writer. That, no, no, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Rick Ross is not a writer, but here's what he can do: he's a phenomenal recording artist. That's he can question. go and record. You hit record. It probably take Rick Ross one take, perfect right. delivery, beat, perfect. Rick Ross is phenomenal. As a, there's a lot of good recording. There's a lot of singers who can't sing, but they can record. Like, and there's a lot of rappers who can rap, but they can't record. Little Wayne can fucking record. He was a rapper, a good rapper, but he He's can not he a writer. Can, not anymore. He, I don't think, was he ever a writer? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Gilly writing for him. At I mean, because I think at this time, once you make it to where you already did the platinum and the numbers and numbers and numbers and numbers, you don't, I mean, he can just write, like, he can just record. It's the perfect example. The reason why I bring that up, because I, uh, somebody put on Facebook talking about um, cannabis. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me do another break. Y'all already know, it's that time. We got to get PJ and the good drink, and we're here. So let's give a shout out to the top we flight. Cigars, and you already know we got them good. We got them good things going on. We got this uh, special punch. They had no idea I was gonna put in their water. Uh, we got cigars. We got Dub Print Life. If you ain't know about them Wild America, I'm here to argue podcast shirts. Nine two seven Mobile Cigar Lounge, ladies. I'm gonna throw this out here, and this is gonna be funny. If you didn't listen to my last episode, you don't know nothing about that Yoni Steam. Rejuvenate that thing, dog. Y'all don't have no idea about that Yoni Steam. I had a doctor on here that said about how to rejuvenate that coochie and get it right. Y'all don't want to believe me? Check out the Salt Cave. Breathe it, sit, enjoy all that other good stuff. We back, baby. I'm bringing it back. We talking about crafting, and this will be the last segment. I can't wait. I got my childhood friends. Let's get it in. This is Wild America, and you've just listened to the bonus episode featuring Dan the Villain and Brian Dixon. 
I want to personally thank you all for riding with me and taking this epic journey with me. After a month, the podcast is back. From listening to the episodes and just finding out, you know, improvement, where I can get better and things. Sometimes it's just good to take a take a month off and hear yourself, critique yourself, get feedback, see what you can do to be better, to provide more entertainment. Because in this podcast, in a world where everything bad is under microscope and want to be out there, I just want to put a smile on people's face and at the same time promote and support everybody who believes in something that's their dream enough to start and invest in it. So get ready, because it's going down, and I am super excited for another 10 episodes. Uh, We're going to start having sponsors and people that believe in this podcast enough that they want to have their business and name and event attached to it. And if you would like to add your event or what you have going on to this, reach out. And also, if there's some questions or topics, it is now a function now. If it's something you want to argue about or you want me to bring up, I want you guys to take advantage of that message board on the podcast. Whatever you guys want, you know, let's have fun. Let's argue. And uh, I don't think I have anything else to say, but get ready for a wild adventure with Wild America. Don't forget to get that merch, get them shirts, cigars, and everything. We got some real good-looking uh, merch that's coming out. So let's go on this wild adventure with Wild America. And I'm here to argue podcast. Thank you.